Hey friends, I am so pumped for today's episode and you are not used to hearing from me on a Tuesday. I usually air my episodes on Monday and Thursday, but this week you are in for a treat, a couple treats actually. We're going to have two bonus episodes out on the podcast this week, one today and then one tomorrow. And then of course, our usual scheduled podcast on Thursday for the Bible study breakdown. But there's going to be four episodes this week, which I'm so pumped about. You know that I have been sharing with you and inviting you guys over the last several weeks to join my free Convert More Clients workshop. Well, that workshop happened yesterday. It was phenomenal. I went live inside of my Facebook community. Women were there and joining and learning and commenting and it was just, it was an amazing, you, you really can't be a live workshop experience and it was it was phenomenal. And I was going back and forth. Do I keep the workshop just inside the Facebook group? Do I air it here on the podcast? And I decided to go ahead and pull the audio from that Facebook live and plug it into the podcast, but I'm going to be doing it in two parts. So today is part one of yesterday's workshop episode. I'll air part two tomorrow. But this is the Convert More Clients Workshop Part 1 audio. Now, I do encourage you to go back and watch the live, the the video um, aspect of it inside of my Facebook community. But in the meantime, you can get all the goodness here inside the audio. So that is what today's episode is all about, friends. I have also an amazing, massive, massive announcement inside of today's episode, which I'll get to in just a moment. So let's do it. Hey mama, welcome to Bibles, Babies, and Business. Are you ready to start an online biz, quit your nine to five, and stay home with your kids? Are you up late at night Googling online business ideas, how to market myself, and how to get my first paying client? Do you have lots of ideas, but feel overwhelmed when trying to figure out which ones to focus on so you can move your business forward? Hey there, I'm Cammie. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, I too felt drained by my day job and wished I could find a way to make money online. I wanted time freedom and the financial freedom to be a stay-at-home mom, but imposter syndrome kept creeping in and telling me, you could never make enough money doing that. And what if you do try and you fail? But then I discovered how to build an online coaching business from home. In this podcast, you'll find biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, online marketing tips to help you start and build an online coaching business from home and a whole lot of mom life because we're doing it all with a baby on our hip. So grab your Bible, snuggle your baby, and let's build your business because you were made for this. Do you wish that there was a way that you could start an online coaching business so you could quit your nine to five job and stay home with your kids? Do you wish that you had the time and financial freedom to spend your days playing with your littles in the backyard while also being able to make money during their nap time? And no, friend, I'm not talking about joining an MLM. I know what it's like to feel the Lord's call to start a coaching business, but also have absolutely no idea where to start and not wanting to have to choose between being a stay-at-home mom and earning an income for your family. So imagine if for just a moment, 
if you had a step-by-step framework that showed you exactly what to do each day so that you could get clear on your coaching niche, have a proven effective marketing strategy, connect with your ideal clients online, and start your successful and profitable online coaching business. Yes, even without any experience, certificates, degrees, or clients under your belt. That, my friend, is why I created the Mom Boss Coaching Academy. I told you I had a huge announcement inside of this episode, and this is it. The Mom Boss Coaching Academy is my online step-by-step course where I teach you how to start your very own coaching business online and grow your income from where you're needed most, home. You'll be able to create content that connects with your ideal client on Instagram, sell your coaching packages with ease, and know exactly what to focus on each and every day to move your coaching business forward, all with a baby on your hip. You're going to walk away with a step-by-step framework to start and grow your online coaching business using Instagram that supports your family financially so that you can have the freedom to read naptime books to your kids in the middle of the day. So if you're ready for a sustainable way to make money online so that you can quit your nine to five job and make your stay at home mom boss dreams come true, now is the time. You can join the Mom Boss Coaching Academy today for $100 off now through Sunday, July 24th. But after Sunday, July 24th, friends, that $100 discount goes away. So you need to take advantage of it now. Do not wait. You can get that $100 off with code MOMBOSS when you pay in full at check out. You can go ahead and scroll down into the show notes and click the link where it says the Mom Boss Coaching Academy. Click the link and you're going to learn everything that you need to know about joining the course and kickstarting your profitable online coaching business that the Lord has been laying on your heart for, let's be honest, a while now. It is time to take action, friend, and it's time to experience the financial and time freedom that you have been praying for through the coaching business that God has for you. Now, without further ado, let's get into part one of the Convert More Clients workshop. Okay, let me tell you a little bit about my business now. So my business began in January of 2019. I started as a macros and weightlifting coach. I started in that fitness coaching space. And by God's grace, I went full-time in just about seven months, seven to eight months of my business. So I went full-time in August, started in January, went full-time in August. Uh, In my last three years of being a coach, between my two different, uh, you know, fitness and business coaching, I've signed well over a hundred clients online utilizing Instagram. And you may be somewhat, maybe you're surprised, maybe you're not, but I have like very, a very small following. Um, so I think that that is important and actually something that works to my advantage because I really feel that I've learned the art of connection online without having to have tens of thousands of followers. I think that that's so important and we don't need thousands and thousands of followers to have a real impact and to sign clients and make really good income in our business. Um, I've, by God's grace, closed over $125,000 in my business, utilizing Instagram as my main platform. This was not like something that I went viral on TikTok. It wasn't YouTube. I just recently started podcasting 
it was mostly almost all through Instagram. Uh, but I do have a podcast. It is the uh, Bibles, Babies, and Business podcast. Some of you, most of you are probably here on this live because you follow that podcast, which so thank you so much. Um, and again, I have about, I, on Instagram, I have less than 500 followers right now. And I, and I honestly think that that's an advantage because again, there's a lot of people that believe that more followers is going to equate to more money. And that's not true. Uh, I have less than 500 followers. I used to have like over 2000, but I went through like this, uh, I, I weeded out a whole bunch of followers that just like were not ideal clients. And um, I really believe that people can have huge impact and make a lot of income with a small following. Okay, now before we begin, I just wanna have a quick reminder, whether you're live or whether you're watching the replay, I wanna challenge you to really limit distractions during this time together. Really be present for this, this workshop. Um, and to avoid overwhelm, I want you to realize that you can always watch the replay. You do not need to implement everything that we're gonna talk about today all at once. This is a marathon, this is a journey. You do not need to like do all the things right now, if you are a note taker, I encourage you to take notes. However, I will also post these presentation slides afterwards so you can have those in your back pocket as well. Uh, last thing I wanna say, you are not here by accident. I believe I specifically prayed for the Lord to direct the women that he wanted to be here in this workshop to be here. And so I believe that you are not here by accident. I believe that the Lord really has laid your business on your heart. It's not a mistake. It's not a fluke idea. The world really needs what your business has to offer. And you are made for such a time as this. So I pray that that encourages you. And we are going to go ahead and get started. Let me know in the comments. Are you with me? Oh, Heather, thank you so much. You're so sweet. Uh, all right. Um, also, I'm going to have a little section at the end for Q&A. So go ahead and type your questions as you have them. But I'm going to scroll back to them at the end. Okay, so before we can talk about anything else, the really big theme of this workshop is being able to build a business without it taking a whole lot of extra time. So we have to talk about how do we actually manage our time so that our business does not steal from our life and our family. So again, we want to create a business um, that doesn't take from other areas of your life so that you can still be the loving mother, uh, the present wife, still work your day job if you have a day job right now, and also have time to steward the business that God has called you. But that's like a, like a lot of balls to juggle up in the air all at once. And so we really need to really kind of categorize our time. Uh, so what I do with my clients is I really challenge them to outline what are your work days and what are your rest days. The reason why I think this is important is so that you are not working every single day, just sporadically throughout the day. I want you to really outline what days do I have available in my calendar in my work week to actually dedicate to my business. And it doesn't mean that you have to spend seven hours a day in your business, but what are the days that you are going to work? And what are the days that you are going to intentionally shut your phone off, close your laptop and be present with your family? Like, like that, similarly, what are your work hours and what are your rest hours? I I am not here for like burning, burning the midnight oil every night. I'm not here for like sporadic 
constantly chasing your tail, running on their hamster wheel, trying to get a business off the ground. Some there's a time and place, you know, for the late nights. I get that. But I really believe that in order to have restful time and, and to really be able to shut our brains off at night and be present with our family, we need to have blocks of time that we're focused on different things. So what are your, your blocks of time that you have available where you can focus solely on your business? A couple tips here on if you're like, well, I, I feel like I don't have any hours to give to my business, Kimmy. Here are a couple just tips, ideas on where you can kind of quote unquote find more hours for your business. Is it possible for you to get up one hour earlier? Could you go to bed one hour later? Do your kids take a nap? Do they go to school? Do you have a lunch break at work where you could get in a 30 minutes um, to work on your business? Is it possible for you to maybe on Saturday mornings, maybe kids do pancakes with dad and that's like his time with them and you can like sneak away to the coffee shop and have three or four uninterrupted hours with just your laptop working on your business. How are some ways that you can find more time for your business. I believe that this is an assignment that the Lord has given you and it should not dictate your life, but it should be a priority in your life. Not the number one priority, but a priority that we do not always put on the back burner saying, I'll do that in the next season, or it's not a good time for me right now. We have to make time, especially for the things that the Lord is calling us to. Now, Again, I am a faith-based business coach unapologetically. Uh, we talk about God here, and I believe that if the Lord is calling you to have a coaching business, then he's calling you to use one of the gifts that he's given you in order to turn that into this amazing coaching business. And one of the phenomenal things about the coaching industry is that everybody could be a coach if they wanted to be. You do not have to go out and get a million degrees in order to be qualified as a coach. The thing that God is calling you to use to have a coaching business is something that is already inside of you. It's a gift that he's already given you, which means that it's all, it's, it's, it's honestly just about discovering what that gift is and asking the Lord for wisdom on Lord. Okay. How do you want me to use this? So I want to re us to reflect back to two verses here. Romans 12, six through eight and first Peter four, 10 through 11. These verses really, um, are the foundation for which I believe, um, that we can really find out what our gifts are and create these amazing coaching businesses out of them. So Romans 12, six through eight in his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you're a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. And then 1 Peter 4, 10 through 11, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. I just, I, I, I cannot help but think about women in their coaching businesses serving each other with the gifts that God has given them. 
Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ and power to him forever and ever. Amen. So I really want to break down for you um, three practical steps or tips, if you will, to really kind of get an idea of what are your God-given gifts. This is not a complicated process. This is a very simple process. Um, and this is going to look different for everybody, but I want to guide you through three practical ways to like literally brainstorm your gifts and find out which one is the Lord asking you to turn into a business. So step number one, what are you really good at? What comes naturally to you? That verse we just read was talking about how God has given you a gift that you just do certain things really, really well. What are those things that you do really well? What are you an expert in? I want you to, at like after this workshop video, maybe tonight, maybe after the kids go to bed, maybe take 10 minutes and just brainstorm. What are all the things that you are super good at? Write them out, don't hold anything back, and nothing is too big and nothing is too small. Maybe you're amazing at organizing or homeschooling or gardening, or maybe maybe just marriage comes really naturally to you. If, if marriage comes naturally to you, then you could literally have a billion dollar coaching business because there's a whole heck of a lot of people that want to know how to um, have happier, more joy-filled marriages. Maybe it's weightlifting, nutrition, whatever it is, write down and brainstorm different gifts that you have, different things that you do really, really well. So that's step number one. Step number two, kind of start thinking to yourself, which of these gifts could you teach another person to do? Some of the gifts you know, you may be looking at this list, maybe you have 10, 15 things on there. And some of the things you're probably like, I don't really know how I would teach somebody how to do that. It's okay. You will start to naturally kind of weed things out, but start thinking about which of these things could I actually replicate and teach another person how to do? What do people ask you for help with all the time? What do you see other people struggling with that comes really, really naturally to you? And when you see other people struggling in your head, you're like, man, if they just tweaked this, this thing or that thing, it would really make a big difference for them. Those are all like little cues or key indicators as to like what your gift is and what you could teach other people. That's step number two. And step number three, I want you to pray over this list and ask God to give you wisdom on which gift he wants you to use in your coaching business. Maybe there's more than one. The bottom line that I want you to know is that sometimes coaches think that their gift or, or whatever their coaching niche is, is not significant enough to really make an impact or bring glory to the kingdom. But I want you to know that you can bring glory to the kingdom in everything that you do. Nothing is too big and nothing is too small. And James 1 5 says that God grants wisdom to those who asks. So ask him, God, what, what is the gift you want me to use? What can you give me wisdom on how to build this business from the gifts that you've given me? Heather says encouragement and lifting others up is so natural for me. That's awesome, Heather. That is definitely probably one of your spiritual gifts and something to use in your business. Okay. Let's talk about clarity. This is like a foundational step of signing coaching clients and really getting your business off the ground, getting clarity on your coaching niche, your messaging, and the problem that you solve. So first off, let's just kind of differentiate a little bit between what is a coaching industry and what is a coaching 
niche. So a coaching industry is really like a broad category of coaching. I like to think of it as like a, an umbrella. It's a very broad um, category. It's a very broad section. So this would be something like life coaching, fitness coaching, business coaching. Those are very broad categories. They don't really tell you what specifically that person does, but it kind of points you in the right direction. Now a coaching niche, or some of you may say niche, um, is a very specific focused area of that category. So instead of life coaching, it may be um, a marriage coach for Christian couples who feel like the spark is gone in their marriage. Or maybe instead of fitness coaching, it is a macros and weightlifting coach for women who want to lose 10 to 30 pounds. Or maybe instead of business coaching, you are a faith-based business coach for Christian moms who want to start a successful online coaching business from home. That one's mine. That's my niche. The bottom line here is you need to get specific. You need to know super, super clearly who are you helping? How are you helping them? What specific problem is your person experiencing? How is it affecting their life? And what specific goal do they have? Oftentimes coaches will run into problems or they'll get confused in their business when they try to serve too many people. I don't have time to go into the story right now. I've talked about it on my podcast, but essentially, I think it was actually today's episode. Um, I, I, I gave some insight into my mistake that I made, which was in the beginning of my business, I was way too broad. I was just serving anybody and everybody that, that came to me wanting help. And that's one of the key mistakes that sometimes coaches make. If we want to really have impact, we have to get clear and specific, but how do we actually do that? Like I'm all about the practicals. So let's break some of those practicals down. I totally believe that market research is the key to getting clear on your ideal client, your messaging, and the problem that you are called to solve with your coaching business. So what is market research? It's essentially just a very fancy way of saying the action or activity of gathering information about consumers' needs and preferences. So let's kind of like break that down a little bit. It's, it's essentially a fancy way of gathering information and kind of weeding through it to find out who is it here that of the people that I've just done market research with that I am called to serve and what are they saying? What are the words that they're using? What, what struggles keep coming up in these interviews? What goals do women have? Um, so essentially you're interviewing your ideal client or when people that you believe are your ideal client and you're, you're asking them, hey, you know, what are you struggling with? What are your goals? What do you feel like would help you reach those goals? Where do you usually, or where do you usually like to look for help on information when, when you're looking to overcome these struggles and reach those goals? Now, of course, these are not the only questions that you're asking in market research. I have like a whole list of questions that I give my clients so that they can ask them in their market research. But essentially all market research is, is interviewing your ideal client to find out how you can best serve them. Brooke says, I love serving Christian entrepreneurs and helping them craft their business plan and marketing strategy. See, that is so clear. It is crystal clear to me what Brooke does. And because Brooke is so clear on her mission of her coaching business, it is going to help her really attract the right client because people, it, when her, when a person's messaging is watered down, it starts to kind of attract a whole bunch of different types of people because our messaging is very uh, broad. So 
Brooks is a great example of getting really clear and specific on the messaging so that you can convey that message to your audience. Um, coaches run into major problems when they skip over market research or rush through it because they think they know their ideal client well enough. Um, when this happens, when we skip over market research, things like, like our messaging gets off and our, and our ideal client all of a sudden has no idea what we're saying. Um, and when you don't know how to speak to your ideal client because you don't know what language they're using, it's hard to connect with them. Remember that you are more advanced in your niche than your ideal client is, so you have to, to speak their language. I oftentimes like to use the example of like cardiologist. So if you were a heart doctor discussing with another heart doctor about a patient's condition, you would be using very high level language because you both went to medical school and you're both experts in medical terminology. But the second that you walk into your patient's room and talk to them about their condition, you had better change the language so that your patient can understand what is going on with their heart. It's the same concept here. We are the experts in our coaching niche, but our ideal clients are not. So if we are showing up on Instagram using a whole bunch of fancy language that our ideal client has no idea what we're saying, it's going to be really hard for them to know that we're the right coach for them. So market research helps you understand what language they're using so that you can utilize it in your marketing, in your offers, and in your copy. Um, other problems that sometimes come up when you do not do market research, you sometimes end up not selling any of your coaching packages because you're not hitting on the right struggles that your ideal client is having or the right goals that they want to achieve. It is essentially a hot mess express when we don't do market research. So I challenge you to do the market research. It will quite literally pay off for you. Now, all of this market research, the point of it is so that we can essentially create an ideal client profile, which is essentially just a collection of information that you have gathered from your market research that tells you exactly what your ideal client is struggling with exactly what their goals are, exactly uh, where your ideal client is hanging out at online so that you can go out and connect with them. Like imagine knowing where your next client was hanging out at on Instagram, you would be able to go and engage with them if you knew where they were hanging out. And you can find that out through market research. It is knowing, again, the language that your ideal client is using and what your ideal client is looking for in a coaching package that is going to make them want to say yes to investing in you. Basically, market research and your ideal client profile is the secret ingredient to your entire business. If you don't have that, then the rest of, the, of everything else, the selling, the marketing, the content is gonna, going to be in vain if we don't have these foundational things aligned. Okay, how are we doing? Let me know in the comments. I'm gonna keep coaching, but I would love for you guys to stay engaged in the comments. Let me know how you're doing. Let me know if something really resonates with you or if you have a question, that way I can go back at the end and answer it for you. So after you have done your market research and you now know exactly who your ideal client is and you can speak to them so clearly because you know their struggles, you know their goals, and you know the language that they're using, it's now time for you to create your step-by-step -step solution, which is essentially like your client's roadmap to transformation. 
So sometimes this is called a framework. Sometimes this is called a methodology, curriculum, step-by-step -step solution, whatever it is, this is essentially the recipe that you are walking your client through so that they can see success and transformation. Uh, in other words, the roadmap that is going to lead your client to the transformation that they are wanting. So how do we actually do this? How do we, how do we outline our own curriculum here? Well, it's actually so much more simpler than maybe you're thinking. Oftentimes we are future versions of our current ideal clients. Um, for example, me, myself, when I was a fitness coach, I had myself gone through a fitness transformation. And when I started coaching, I just thought back to how did I create my own transformation? What was step one? What was the very first thing I did to experience the transformation with my fitness journey? What was step two? What was step three? What was, what is everything that I needed to do? What was everything that I wish I would have known early on that I know now? It is actually just so much more simple than maybe we're thinking. Just quite literally think about what was step one? If, if, if somebody was coming to you as a blank canvas, what is the very first thing that they would need to know? What are the pitfalls that maybe you fell into or the bunny trails that you went down that actually you just wasted a lot of time? How can you help your ideal client avoid them? I want you to brainstorm this. Maybe again, have like a 30 minute brainstorm session, get out a blank piece of paper and just start thinking about what is step one of helping my clients achieve transformation? What's step two? What's step three? Start building it out and recognize that your framework, this, this recipe for transformation is going to continue to be fine-tuned for probably as long as you are an online coach. And that is okay. Don't let perfectionism hold you back from documenting your process and helping clients walk through it. My curriculum has been fine-tuned and, and evolving multiple times, and it just keeps getting better every time. And that's how it is for every coach. So start breaking your transformation process down into a step-by-step -step process. Gabrielle says, love this. I'm excited to work to start working on my niche with these tips. Yay, I'm so glad, I'm so glad. Okay, so at this point, you now have your niche you have your coaching niche, you have done your market research, you know who your ideal client is, you've outlined the step-by-step -step process that you went through to achieve transformation. Now it's time to actually create your coaching offer. We have to create the thing that we're gonna sell. And it has to be something that our ideal client is excited to say yes about, and they're excited to invest in. So a couple notes, a couple key things that I think are important to note here, People are so much more likely to invest in something that is specifically customized just for them. And if something is specifically customized for them, they are willing to pay much more for it as well, as opposed to if it was just a carbon copy um, thing that is just a one size fits all. And when I think about this, I think about how, I don't know about you guys, but for me, it's really hard to find jeans and shorts that like fit my waist and they fit my my big booty and my my thighs. I have some thick thighs. Thick thighs save lives. <laughs> That's the, the saying I hear all the time. Um, but it's just a really big challenge for me to find jeans and shorts that fit. And I don't know about you, but I would be willing to pay so much more money 
for a custom pair of shorts or a custom pair of jeans that were specifically designed for my body than I would if I were just to walk into a store and find something that that kind of fits. Okay. And, and our coaching packages can be the same way. So how do we create a customized package in our business? Well, it's usually done in a one-on-one coaching setting. It, it's hard to customize things in a group setting, but you can really easily customize a coaching package for somebody. If you're working with them one-on-one now I need to pause here and I want to tell you why I believe it is important for coaches to start off with one-on-one coaching before they create a course, before they do a membership, before they do, you know, fill in the blank here. You don't have to do one-on-one coaching forever. And it maybe you love it, maybe you don't, but here's why I think you need to start off with it. Number one, uh, one-on-one coaching tends to be high ticket and it brings in a large amount of money into your business in the beginning when you need it most. I know that you have bills to pay. I know that maybe you're also working a job and your goal is to replace your income within the next six months so that you can be full time in your business. It is hard to do that if you are selling $20 eBooks and you have a following of like 300 people. But if you had a high ticket one-on-one coaching program that you knew how to sell and how to customize for that one person, you could go full-time so much faster because people are investing more to work with you. So that's reason number one. Number two, it costs you as a coach almost nothing to have one-on-one clients. Um, Your only 100% necessary expense for having one-on-one clients is probably a Zoom account for $15 a month so that you can have continual coaching calls with your clients. The rest of it would be profit. Now you may invest in a course, you may invest in a coach, but I'm talking about your only 100% necessary reoccurring expense really, I believe is zoom after that, like, like it costs you almost nothing to have one-on-one coaching clients, which means most of the money, almost all of the money that you're making can be profit. Number three, one-on-one coaching is the highest quality offer that your clients can receive because of the supreme level of attention, accountability, and customized support that you are giving them in that one-on-one coaching offer. And when people get that, that, that specific accountability, when they have a customized approach, when they have your full attention, this leads me to number four, clients tend to get some really amazing results. Um, and again, this is for two reasons. Um, not like, like I just mentioned, they get your full attention, your full accountability and your full customized support, but they also made a big financial investment, which means they have skin in the game. They have something to lose if they don't commit to this process that they invested in. And when people are more committed financially, they tend to be more committed emotionally, which these two things paired together usually gives clients an amazing result. Because clients are getting such amazing results in one-on-one coaching, this gives you outstanding testimonials, outstanding client wins, social proof that you can share to your Instagram, to your website, to your sales page. It helps you build authority and sign even more clients, which again leads me all to number six. The sixth reason why I believe coaches should start off with one-on-one coaching is you can bring in a large cash flow into your business from one-on-one coaching while also work working to scale, not scare, 
typo. It's okay. Things don't have to be perfect. Working to scale your business with more offers. So you don't, it doesn't take you a whole bunch of time to, to have one-on-one -on -one coaching clients. Maybe Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for you are focused on building and launching like um, a second offer so that you can grow your business and scale it. And maybe you just have Tuesday and Thursday set aside for your one-on-one -on -one coaching clients. Essentially, you could be bringing in large cash flow into your business while also working to scale your business with maybe a lower ticket offer, something that is um, scalable. It's one to many, maybe a course or a membership. But I believe that you need to have the cash flow coming in before you start working on those lower ticket offers. Let me know how you guys are doing in the comments. So how do we create a custom one-on-one -on -one coaching package? Like what does that even look like? So there's several ways that you can customize a coaching package. And one of the ways is by customizing the curriculum. So you have now your step-by-step -step framework, the, the process that you went through that your clients are going to walk through in order to achieve the transformation. Now, some of your clients will be maybe more advanced than others, and maybe they can move through your steps a little bit faster. Or maybe, maybe you have a client that needs just a little bit more um, hand-holding and, and not in a bad way, but just needs a little bit more attention um, with step two. And so you spend a little bit more time there. Not every single one of your clients is in the exact same place or going to move through your curriculum at the exact same pace. You can customize your curriculum to fit their specific needs. Um, Ashley said, one-on-one seems less intimidating to me. Also, I'm brand new over here, still working on my certification. Ashley, I'm so glad that you're here. Yeah, you know, for me, I I, agree, I have to agree with you. I love one-on-one -on -one coaching because it's just me and one other person and I get to serve them so well and really customize my curriculum to fit their specific needs. So again, just adds to the reasons why I think it's a really great place to start. You can also customize the length of your program. Maybe one of your clients um, maybe they are just fast paced. They are great implementers. They're great action takers and they're moving through your curriculum quick. Maybe client A only needs to work with you for about six weeks. Maybe client B needs to work with you for about six months, or maybe you have client C who they, they just, they need a little bit slower pace, a little bit more attention from you, and they need to work with you for 12 months. You can customize the length of your program to fit not only your client's needs, but the desires that you have as well. Maybe you love long-term coaching, you love that relationship building, and, and you love working with people for longer periods of time. Amazing, do it. Maybe you don't like that idea. Maybe you like working with people for like bite-sizes pieces of time and helping them get, get momentum, get going, and then send them off. That's fine too. Maybe you typically offer 12-week coaching packages and customize it here and there based upon your client's needs. The beauty of this is that this really can fit not only your desires, but your clients' needs. If I'm gonna invest in a high ticket coaching program and I really probably only need to work with a coach for six weeks, but they're telling me that, oh no, 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 no. My coaching program is nine months minimum. I'm probably not gonna invest in that program. I don't need nine months of support. I, I need 12 weeks of support or six weeks of support. But I am so much more likely to say yes, again, if it is customized to fit my needs. You can also customize the payment plan. Now, we're gonna talk about the different things that go into uh, putting a price tag on your coaching. Um, and I don't mean customize the payment plan as in you change the price of your program based upon 
your client. We'll talk about how you actually customize the payment plan here in a moment, but some things that you need to consider when you are setting a price tag on your coaching is what transformation are you offering the person? How is their life going to change once they experience the transformation? What is the length of time that you're spending with a client? If I'm creating a three month one-on-one coaching package for somebody, that's probably going to be a smaller price point than if I'm creating a 12 month package for someone. Okay. Because I'm I'm working with them for like 25% of the time. So what is the length of time that you're spending with that client? What is everything included? Are you going to be giving them access to um, a Voxer account so that they can be messaging you in between coaching calls? Do they get a course of yours for free? Are you guys gonna go on a retreat? Is there a coaching call once a week? What is everything included? What do you wanna charge for an hour of your time? What, what investments of time and money have you made in the past in order to become an expert in this field? Ashley, you just said, you're currently working on your certification. So something that you need to, to, to consider when you're pricing your coaching is how much did it cost me to go get certified? You know, I don't know how much it cost you, but let's say it cost you $5,000 to go get certified. Well, then that needs to be taken into consideration when you're, you're pricing your coaching program, because if you're investing time and money to become an expert in this field, that, that really should be considered when you're pricing how much people should, should be investing to work with you. What stage of life is your ideal client in and what income do they have available to invest at this time? Like, are, are you marketing to, um, people who just graduated from college? Are you marketing to women who are in their fifties who maybe are a little bit more stable in their career? What stage of your life is your ideal client in? I challenge all of my clients to charge a minimum of $100 an hour for their time. Um, I believe that that is incredibly important. Some women will charge 300, some women will charge um, maybe 125, but I I challenge all my clients to start at a minimum of $100 for an hour of their time, especially with one-on-one coaching. Now, again, like I mentioned, we're not changing the price of your coaching program based upon your client, but we are customizing the payment plan or the payment option to fit your client's budget while also respecting your own boundaries. And I wanted to outline an example of how we do that. So let's say that your client needs six six months of coaching, about 26 weeks, And let's say that that is priced at $4,000. So you have a six month coaching package that you are pitching for $4,000. But let's say your client's budget is only $570 a month. So you can take the price of the program divided by your client's monthly budget. And that's gonna tell you, okay, so it would be about seven monthly payments of 570. But wait, wasn't the coaching package only for six months of time? Yes. But something that I often do is I will often offer extended payment plans for my clients to help stay within their budget while also honoring my pricing. So I'm not dropping the price of the program. I'm not, I'm not dropping below 4,000, but I am flexible on the um, increments in which they pay their monthly payments to reach that $4,000 price point. Let me know in the comments, please, if this makes sense or if you have any other questions. This can really help you kind of create your own salary, if you will. You can calculate literally the amount of money that is guaranteed to come into your business in the months ahead. Let's say you have five clients and they're all on payment plans, then you really can calculate what is guaranteed for you every single month. 
And I do tell my clients to be cautious of accepting um, too low of a monthly rate because this could lead to you being, you know, technically booked out. Like you could technically have like 10 clients, but if they're only paying you $100 a month, then you're only making $1,000 a month. And maybe you need a minimum of three grand to pay your own bill. So we have to have boundaries here on, you know, what is too low of a, a custom monthly rate that you are willing to have. But as long as it's reasonable, you can absolutely customize your payment plans. And again, people are so much more likely to invest in a coaching program that specifically fits their needs and they're willing to invest at a higher price point, even if that means a different monthly payment plan. All right, friends, that is going to wrap it up for part one of the Convert More Clients workshop recording. So I'm going to come back with part two tomorrow. But before we go, remember that you can now get access to my Mom Boss Coaching Academy online course. This is going to teach you in depth every single step that you are hearing about inside the Convert More Clients workshop. You know, when they're talking about discovering your God-given gifts, getting clear on your ideal client, the market research, creating your step-by-step formula, creating your customizable offer that will make your ideal client want to say yes to investing in you. All of that is in-depth taught inside of the mom boss coaching academy and you can get 100 off that course now through sunday july 24th scroll down in the show notes click the link learn and read all about the course go ahead and see the testimonials see all the amazing wins that are possible for you as well and make sure you use code MOMBOSS at checkout for 100 off all right friend i'll see you tomorrow with part two of the convert more clients workshop Hi friend, thank you so much for tuning in to the Bibles, Babies, and Business podcast. If you learned something from today's episode or if it blessed you in any way, I would love to know. You can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review and I may just read your review on the show. Thank you again for being here and I pray that God would fill you with peace in your faith, your motherhood, and your business because you were made for this.